Welcome to The Change Lab, a podcast for people who are all about personal development, leaning into their potential and becoming their best self. Just, you know, starting next Monday. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Hines, and oh, sh- it's Monday. Hello, lab mates, and welcome back to The Change Lab. We're two weeks into what feels like the longest month of the year. And if you are profoundly over all the new year, new you hype, I'm so sorry, (laughs) because today I'm going to explore the science behind our most significant self-improvement day of the year, January 1st, and discuss the psychological phenomenon we call the fresh start effect. So in today's episode, you'll learn what the fresh start effect is, why a fresh start is an ideal time to make a change or start a goal and when a fresh start can propel you forward and when it might set you back. This is important. So what is the fresh start effect? It is a psychological phenomenon that was coined by University of Pennsylvania Wharton School researchers, Katie Milkman, Henshin Dai, and Jason Rees, that refers to the human tendency to set and pursue goals or make positive changes in behavior at the beginning of a new time period or temporal landmark, such as the start of a new week, month, or year. Dye, Milkman, and Reese found that college undergraduate students were more likely to hit the gym in January. I mean, for obvious reasons. All of us are probably hitting the gym a little more. But also at the beginning of the week, at the start of a new semester, after returning from a school holiday, and after birthdays. Although, funnily enough, not if someone turned 21, evidently nursing a hangover the next day is also a universal phenomenon. (laughs) And this fresh start effect wasn't unique to the college set. So when they looked at the data from stick.com, I I hope I'm saying that right. It's S-T-I-C-K-K.com. So forgive me if I'm not, but that's it. It's a goal setting website. They also found a significant increase in people starting new goals in January on Mondays after holiday breaks, and after birthdays. So these are all what we call temporal landmarks. And uh, interestingly, if you use a calendar or planner that starts the week on a Sunday, you're statistically more likely to initiate a goal on Sunday instead of Monday, because you perceive Sunday as the first day of the week. So your fresh start is a day earlier. These temporal landmarks can be more universal, like a new year or the first day of a month, an international holiday, the start of a financial quarter, or they can be unique to the individual. So a birthday, a wedding anniversary, day one of a new job, the day a divorce is finalized, or any other personally significant day. But the bottom line is people are more likely to initiate self-improvement goals on landmark dates that offer a psychological before and after. Sort of break up life as like, This was before, and now we're moving into a new time that's after. And this begs the question, why? What is it about the fresh start that makes it an ideal time to initiate change or start a goal? Well, there are three main reasons. First, temporal landmarks help us break up our life into discrete and coherent chapters or mental accounting periods. So like Taylor Swift, we all have eras. Human beings don't perceive the passing of time on a continuum Instead, we experience time episodically in distinct chapters. 
and important fresh start dates bookmark the beginning of these chapters. So for example, the high school years are over and the college years begin when you pack up your car and you drive to campus for the first day of term. You arrive on campus and voila, the college era begins. Second, temporal landmarks allow us to leave our failures in the previous mental accounting period, giving us renewed energy and motivation to pursue the future. So we can dump (laughs) our bad behavior in the earlier era. That's like, that's old me not new me, right? It's easier for us to psychologically distance ourselves from who we've been and leave our screw-ups and our heartaches in that last chapter. And this is critically important if you want to pursue a goal because one of the biggest obstacles holding people back from setting goals is the dread that this time will be no different. And I'm sure you've all felt this, right? Like I failed in the past and I'm going to fail again. So what's the point? And this deters us from setting a new goal or going after something again. But a fresh start helps us overcome this psychological barrier because we're no longer the same person. We're different. And this little glimmer of hope that change is possible can give us the willingness to get back in the arena and try again because new year, new you. Don't roll your eyes, (laughs) right? You get to be a new you in the new year. And in the newness, we have an opportunity to really redefine ourselves, to step into a new identity and a new way of being. A fresh start acts like a portal to a new stage of life, inviting us to cross an important threshold of our own evolution. And, you know, sorry, I brought up Taylor Swift before, but I love the Eras tour because you can see her evolution as an artist in each album, right? You see like (laughs) in the debut album, and then you see the story of her life unfold as she's telling it in these discrete chapters. And you are no different. You have those discrete chapters or, you know, albums that define your life as well. The third reason a temporal landmark or fresh start is an ideal time to initiate change is that upcoming calendar milestones just naturally inspire self-reflection. So human beings are present-focused creatures whose behavior is motivated more by immediate temptations, impulses, habits, and just getting through the day than by aspirational goals. I think we all can say we've experienced this truth, but what happens when a meaningful milestone date pops up on the horizon? A 50th birthday, a quarter of a century New Year's, a one-year anniversary of a divorce. Typically, they cause us to pull up from our daily grind and focus on a bigger picture. You know, momentous temporal landmark is like a lighthouse asking us to look up and pay attention to where we are and where we're going in life. And I would say, undoubtedly, many of my clients start working with me because an important date is looming up ahead, right? A significant birthday or the start date of a new job or a high school graduation of a youngest child. And the flashing light in the near distance is offering a warning to get behind the helm to avoid drifting into the rocky shoreline. Like, They can see it coming, like they see the era ending or a new era beginning and they want to get on top of it. And the same is also true with smaller, less significant temporal landmarks. If you have a planner that has reflection pages at the end of each month, it's capitalizing on the motivational pull of the fresh start of a new month to encourage self-reflection and monthly goal setting. That's exactly what it's doing. Okay, but some of you might be thinking, well, this is so silly. It makes no difference if you start a goal on Monday or Wednesday. A start date is just a day. There's no special magic to January 1st or January 15th or July 1st, right? And you're right. 
it is just a day like any other day. But as meaning making beings, and that's what we are, we're meaning makers. I recommend that you start a goal on a date that you have imbued with epoch defining powers. You make meaning out of that day. Let me give you a simple thought experiment. And this is inspired by Di Milkman and Reese's 2015 study, which was published in Psych Science, Psychological Science. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Do you ever think about March 19th? I'm going to guess no, unless, of course, it's your birthday. This year, it happens to be the very ordinary third Tuesday of March. Nothing special and probably not a day that inspires you to start a life-altering goal. But what if I reminded you that March 19th is the spring equinox in the Northern Hemisphere and the fall equinox for those in the Southern Hemisphere. Now, it's a day that ushers in the spring season with all its buds budding and sprouts sprouting. Does seeing March 19th as a temporal landmark welcoming spring make it a more compelling start date for a goal? It does for me, right? (laughs) Hmm, maybe. The first day of spring seems like a perfect day to start a house decluttering project or get serious about that goal to use less plastic. Well, when dying colleagues asked participants who were starting a goal in April of 2014, so this was a few years ago, if they wanted an email reminder in late March that described their goal, their plan for accomplishing it, and a customized motivational message, the participants were three times more likely to ask for an email reminder on March 19th when it was framed as a temporal landmark, the first day of spring, than when it was framed as an ordinary day, the third Thursday in March. So when it comes to leaving our bad habits behind or closing the door on a tough life chapter, Look for a meaningful fresh start date to push off from the past and dive optimistically into the future. You really want to harness the power of that fresh start. And this brings me to my final point about the fresh start effect. There are times when a fresh start can propel us forward, but also times when it can really set us back. And it's important to know when to ignore a fresh start and when to use it to our benefit. The era shifting power of a fresh start is incredibly useful if you want to distance yourself from and leave a period of poor performance, a bad habit, an unhealthy relationship, a failure, or an unwanted identity in the past. But if you're doing well and you're on a roll, a temporal landmark can reset all of that positive momentum and we definitely want to avoid that. So if you've ever had a consistent exercise habit thrown off by the beginning of a school year or a vacation, and trying to reestablish it felt like climbing Everest, you have experienced the disruptive downside of a fresh start. So as you all know, I am in the midst of my New Year's evolution goal, which was to not drink in the first six months of 2024. And over the last few weeks, I've been using an app called the Reframe app to track my goal. The Reframe app is so great, by the way, for all of you that are interested in cutting back or quitting. I highly recommend it. It's just great. But what I love most about it is that it has a forum where people can anonymously post messages. And I love reading them because people are posting about their triumphs and trip ups with making big change. So clearly I enjoy reading it. But in reading all these posts, I've really noticed something. People who had consecutive days of sobriety prior to the new year didn't reset their count in 2024, right? They ignored January 1st as a fresh start. Now, 
The reasons not to reset your day count on January 1st probably seem glaringly obvious, right? If you are already on a sober streak, why would you wipe the slate clean when the calendar resets on New Year's Eve? You wouldn't. That's silly, right? If things are going well, you would want to keep the momentum going. And you most definitely would not want to disrupt your day count if accumulating those sober days had been a hard-won achievement, right? If it was especially challenging, for sure you don't want to reset. Having to arbitrarily reset your day count because it's a new year would be pretty darn demoralizing. I mean, starting back at day one would rankle, right? Or worse, it could totally derail you. And research shows that fresh starts only increase confidence and motivation when they reset poor performance. So what does this mean? Well, if you're trying to maintain sobriety, but you're slipping up on the reg, right? And that happens. The new year offers a blessed cosmic reset to leave your falls off the wagon with the old you back in 2023. But if you're crushing it and that sober October experiment turned into no booze November and dry December, don't circle back on New Year's. Keep moving forward past go and collect $200. An interesting place where we see this phenomenon in action is in Major League Baseball. And I know absolutely nothing about baseball, much to my father's chagrin. Sorry, dad, I know you're going to listen to this. I don't know anything about baseball. But apparently, when players are traded midseason between the American and National League, their performance statistics, like their batting average, are wiped clean. So it's not new year, new you, new team, new stats. And after analyzing 40 years of Major League Baseball data, Henshin Dai, who is now at UCLA, she was working with Katie Milkman at Wharton, discovered that some players benefited from the midseason trade, while others did not. And it was entirely dependent on their batting average before the trade. If a player was having a bad season before the trade, the statistical reset was a gift. The data showed that low performers improved their batting average after getting a fresh start. But if a player was having a good season before the trade, the statistical reset was a handicap. The data showed that the batting average of the high performers dropped after the fresh start. So a midseason mulligan is only helpful for those who could use a do-over. Bottom line, fresh starts disrupt the continuity of time. So they're awesome for jumpstarting change, but not so awesome for maintaining a well-functioning status quo. As they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, so let's review how a fresh start can help us rise to our goals and strive to change ourselves for good. Takeaway number one, a fresh start is an ideal time to start a goal or initiate change for three reasons. First, people experience life in discrete chapters, not on a continuum. Temporal landmarks or fresh starts set apart these mental accounting periods. Second, temporal landmarks open a new mental accounting period or era that allow us to relegate crappy behavior and failures to the previous mental accounting period. In short, we can mentally leave our nonsense in the past with the old versions of ourselves and step into the future as a new person with a clean slate. Third, fresh starts act as lighthouses in the distance, causing us to pull up from our ordinary routines, reflect on the bigger picture, and consider what we can do to improve our quality of life and the lives of those around us. Takeaway number two, 
A fresh start is a useful lever to kickstart a self-improvement goal, but it can disrupt a routine or high performance when you already are on a roll. It's good for getting going in a new direction. It's bad when you want to maintain the good habits you've already established. And takeaway number three, temporal landmarks only have meaning if you give them meaning. If the new year doesn't feel like a compelling fresh start to you, that's okay. does not matter. Even though my birthday is right around the new year, so it's a double whammy fresh start for me, I still have a natural pull towards September as my favorite fresh start of the year. I love that back to school optimism when everything just seems expansive and possible. Blank notebooks, pristine binders, brand new books that have not been cracked open. It might have something to do with the fact that I've spent, I'm pretty sure, 27 of my 45 years in school. But (laughs) that boost of motivation at the beginning of the fall term has always stayed with me. And here's one thing to think about. As children, we have deeply entrenched cultural rituals around the transition from one era to the next. Moving up ceremonies, graduations, important spiritual rites of passage, and birthdays that offer increasing responsibilities and freedom. But these built-in temporal landmarks decrease in frequency with age, unless, of course, we create them ourselves. So find your meaningful fresh starts. Calendar dates, seasonal changes, holidays, anniversaries, or birthdays, make them portals to your personal evolution. Valentine's Day is coming up, and instead of rolling your eyes at this Hallmark holiday, maybe you can use it to your advantage. Maybe it could be an opportunity to start a new era in which you treat your body with more love and care. Or instead of continually kicking that goal to the next Monday, maybe you can pick a week when, oh shit, it's Monday, becomes, hell yeah, it's Monday, and the start of a new version of you. The magnitude of change that's possible for you is astonishing. Seriously, in only a year, you could dramatically change your body, develop habits that will meaningfully increase your lifespan and health span. You can learn a new language, cultivate a new group of friends, find a community that supports your growth, master a new sport, or put in the effort to rise to a new level in your career. So what will it be this year? There is a version of you that you haven't yet met. And perhaps... This is the year that you will step out to meet your future self. What's possible for you? All right, let's put this motivation into action with some lab work. But before I get to the lab work, I wanted to make one request. You all have amazing transformational stories to share and I would love to hear them. Tell me about a time in your life when you use the fresh start effect to make a life-altering change. I want to put together an episode of Transformational Stories and would love to feature yours. So please email me with your fresh start story at hello at thechangelabpodcast.com. It will be a very inspirational and wonderful episode. So please share your stories with me. Okay, back to your lab work. This week, I want you to define the era or chapter of your life that you're currently in right now. So pull out a sheet of paper and write the answers to the following questions. And I will put all of these questions in the show notes because there are quite a few of them. I want you to define your current chapter. You're the protagonist of your life story. How have you, the main character, evolved in this current chapter? What challenges have you struggled with and overcome since this chapter began? What emotions define this chapter? 
What goals or dreams have given shape to your story arc? During this period of your life, what relationships have had the most significant impact? What activities, hobbies, or interests would characterize this time in your life? What daily routine or schedule exemplifies this particular chapter of your life? In this chapter, what problem or worry is a prominent feature? What triumphs and accomplishments have given this chapter special meaning? If this chapter had a title or label, what would it be? Are you in the beginning, middle, or end of writing this chapter? And how does this chapter set you up for the next one? Those are a lot of questions. I know they're in the show notes if you want to go check them out. And if music resonates with you more than books, describe this period of your life as an album. What would the style of music be? How would you design the cover art? What are the names of the songs in this album? Is it full of country songs like Achy Breaky Body and Off the Wagon Again or R&B ballads a la Tony Raxton and Boys to Men like Unstuck My Life and I'll Make Time for Me? Did you collaborate with anyone on some of the songs? How did they contribute? What songs are you most proud of and why? What songs were the most challenging to write? Is the album finished or does it need some other pieces to make it come together as a coherent body of work? And finally, what would you call this album? Maybe the era you're in is sublime and needs no interference. And that is fantastic. Yay you. But perhaps you might want to introduce a slight plot twist to the chapter you're in. Or perhaps this is the chapter that needs to set up the big adventure in the next. This is your life. And this is your story. So make sure you're writing one that you'd want to read. Enjoy your Monday Fresh Start today. You get a mulligan. If you need it, take it. And as always, put the own up in grown up. For more dirt on today's topic, make sure to visit the episode show notes at drsashahines.com. Or if you have any specific questions, you can shoot me an email at hello at thechangelabpodcast.com or find me on Instagram at Dr. Sasha Hines. If you're enjoying The Change Lab, there are three things you can do about it. Subscribe and leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Share the show with a friend or five. Or head over to drsashahines.com to check out the ways you can work with me and dive deeper into this work. And if you're feeling wild, maybe do all three. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next Monday.